Hey, how are you doing? It's Alan here from Looking for Warriors. And I'm here to talk about Scrum Agile learning today. And I've been thinking about it. I'm doing a course with Ed Dale at the moment. And, oh, I'm going to talk about, if I have time, maybe I'll do it tomorrow about, about books and stuff. But I'm doing a course with Ed Dale at the moment. And um, it's called The Recipe. I have a lot of respect for Ed Dale. He... You know, I've done. I've been studying agile my whole life. I'm I'm a glutton for information about agile. I want to know every single thing about it. Now, your agile might be called Scrum, might be called Kanban, whatever. I don't care. Just anything in that area. I want to learn every little. Want to digest every little nugget of information about it. And I've done a degree, which uh, one of the main focuses of it was agile project management. Everything burned down charts, scrum, boards, everything is in it, you know. And that was useful and interesting, and I was delighted to be doing it. I was excited every moment I was doing it. It was definitely the most interesting part of the degree for me. And it was... But what I find interesting is that the stuff I did with Ed Dale, and Ed Dale always has something new to say, and his, one of his main things, well, his, his things are... One of his things is Colby. Um, a lot of his things is web marketing, which I'm interested in as well. I'm interested in Colby. I'm interested in web marketing. Um, but one of his main things is Scrum and Agile, and, and how, to, and particularly Agile for entrepreneurs, how entrepreneurs can can manage their time around using Agile or Scrum, whatever you want to call it. And he particularly likes uh, physical boards, which sure I like physical boards too, but I'm just too mobile, so I need a I need a software board, so that's why I use Trello, which I think is the number one. I've, I've used everything. I've literally used everything. Um, I've used Active Collab, which I love. I've used Trello, which I, or sorry, not Trello. I've used Active Collab. I've used um, Asana. I've used like everything. Everything is out there. I've used, and I love them all. But Trello is definitely just. If you want something that's easy to use, you want something that you can get your work done and it's not, you're not spending all your time organizing. Now, sometimes you need to organize, particularly now because for me, I started by just organizing, doing, doing in, in my job. This is just my job now. I started doing, they were using Basecamp. I talked about this before. I'll just give a quick rundown again. Um, they were using Basecamp. I wanted, I couldn't, it's just a big list of tasks. And there could be, if I was going to say 50, there's not really usually 50, but it could be 30 or 40 tasks on there. And the issue as well is, let's say, there's an approval process. So I could get something done. I could put a comment in, this is ready. Um, and But it's, you know, it's, it's not going to be, I'm going to email it to someone to get approved as well. So the task still sits there. So that's completed. But I, every time I log in, I, there's no way, no way saying that's, you know, putting that somewhere where that's completed but it's not approved or whatever, you know. So I'm just sitting there looking at 50 tasks. You know, 50, 20 of them are done. Um, there's 20 that, that, there's maybe 10 of them that are urgent that need to get done straight away. There's maybe another 20 that you need to get done sometime. Um, and there's, there's always little kind of like admin stuff like uh, go into our email marketing program and just delete all the drafts. Like these kind of, or, you know, go in and, and set up new lists in the email marketing program, all this kind of stuff. It's always a min stuff to do as well. Um, and you've, you've got to remember that and know where it is. But that's just making it even more confusing. And 
the difference with with cello is you know I can put them in in lists like if something I ha- if something is approved and is ready to go but it is not sent yet I can put it in, in what I call the pen and I know it's there or I, I can go through the pen like a couple of times a day and, and just see what well does this stuff need to go out it's just a glance I can glance over I can see straight away I know what everything I'm working on if I can glance over and say oh right um, uh, Joanne has to approve this I just made up that name I don't want to give real people's names just in case this is public you know uh, Joanne needs to prove that um, and that's still in there so I need to go over or uh, I'm trying to make up another name <laughs> every time I try to make up a name my real names keep coming into my head so I don't want to give real names um, Paula let's say needs to, I need to get that social media image off Paula um, so I'll have to go over and grab that off her but so that's just you know somewhere to put them and it's just not a list of 50 things that that there's no differentiation between them all. Anyway. Anyway, anyway, anyway. So, I am, am I on a tangent? I think it might be on a bit of a tangent. So, let's get back to what I want to be talking about. So, I've tried every kind of agile board. I love them all. Um, but what I was talking about was Ed Dale. And recipes is what I really want to talk about. It's just, you know, on about agile there a little bit. But recipes, I'm just going to get back to now. It's what I really want to talk about. Because I'm doing this thing with Ed Dale, it's called the recipe, and Ed Dale is—he's—I—I I would call him an unassuming genius, right? Um, I genuinely believe, and I, I'm only saying this because I have a certain amount of knowledge in his area. There's a thing called—I think it's the Dunning-Kruger effect, where Dunning-Kruger effect just describes the guy, the footballer, not a footballer, like a football fan in the stands, who is screaming at the manager telling the manager how terrible he is that he doesn't know what the hell he's doing whereas the football fan obviously he's watched football all his years but he hasn't played that much maybe he's a bit overweight but he doesn't have a clue what he's talking about whereas if you say let's say if you ask um, two footballers like you say to Roy Keane he's an Irish footballer uh, and you're at, I'm just making up these names like a these people might not be talking about each other, but you say, you say Roy Keane and, and ask Roy Keane. Um, Roy Keane, I always thought, was the the, uh, the hardest working Irish footballer that there ever has been. And let's say who I think was the most skillful. Um, I always thought that he was, he was injured a bit, and so he was injured from time to time. Um, but as far as skill and getting past three or four people, he was, in my mind, he was definitely the best. He used to be on the left wing, and he could, he, he just he'd, he'd have a moment of magic where he would get through past three or four opposition to the defence, and he'd have it to, to Robbie Keane, which I think was just Damien Duff. He was, I just felt he was the most skillful. Now, a lot of people might disagree with me on that. I don't know, but I just felt he was the most skillful Irish player that ever was. And just one last thing, <laughs> let's not talk about football. Um, I don't even like football I don't know why I'm talking about it but I'll just keep talking if that's alright with you you keep listening and I'll keep talking okay is that a deal so <laughs> I always thought the most loved Irish footballer and he, was, he had a tragic life uh, he was an alcoholic but he was just a really really loved person and I'm realising now as I'm speaking that he was so loved that I can't remember his name it's got out of my head but it'll come back to me anyway it doesn't matter that's not what I'm talking about. 
<laughs> so let's get back to Ed Dale. Um, Ed Dale is he, he put this recipe thing together. He's just oh yeah, it was talking about Dunn and Kruger effect because I think Ed Dale is an unassuming genius, and I'm saying that because I have a certain amount of that's like a a footballer who is kind of semi-professional talking about professional football in my mind um, because I have um, and I'm professional in my field but I'm just not on the level that Ed Dale would be on and the reason I'm saying that is because I'm saying I have some knowledge so I have some uh, chops to be able to say that he is a genius but he's also this kind of Australian guy really really nice guy like the kind of guy you'd want to go down to the pub and have a drink with or whatever maybe just a drink I don't know but just the kind of guy you'd like to have around like very kind of you know fun kind of unassuming guy um, but he's, you know he's, he's this kind of small Australian with glasses and um, really nice guy but just unassuming you, you look at him you wouldn't think anything but he's just getting to know him over time more and more and more you can see he's a genius without being he's not no there's no ego do you know what I mean he's, he's just kind of your your, lo, your your kind of guy down the street zero ego um, and just in this area he's an absolute genius and hugely underrated in my mind so but not underrated by me and, and the people who kind of have some understanding they, they know so I so it's just a genius, um, and it's not a genius in a way that I can explain to you. You would need to do a few of his courses, and you'd need to actually have an interest, and you'd need to have a you know a certain kind of disposition for it, and you would see it. Um, but it's not a genius that everybody can see. But he is, is in this area. He is a genius, and um, so and in my mind, he's the number one. Like I, I want to learn. I am hungry to learn, but I also don't have a lot of time and I don't want to waste my time. So I just want to make sure that... Oh, I did a bit of up talk there. Don't want to waste my time. did a bit of up talk. So I want to um, I want to learn from the best. I want to find the best people. That's why when you know, I'm learning NLP, I want to listen to Richard Bandler, even though sometimes that can be an issue as well because Richard Bandler is so good that he's kind of above my level a little bit, so it can be a little bit harder to to learn from him sometimes but it's because it's very theoretical because again he's a genius in his area but you know I want to learn from the best because I don't have a lot of time so I don't want to be wasting my time with, with people who aren't giving me the kind of the, the meat the meat of, of what I need to be getting so all of that is basically me saying that Dale is a genius and he's the person I need to learn from but he's brought out this thing the recipe now it's it's an absolute genius of a analogy around it's for building a business let's say and but he puts you create your recipe around that which is important like I've I've always felt this was important like for example I I used System Hub by um, another Australian guy um, Davis Jennings and um, so I use System Hub you know creating systems and building recipes the same kind of similar um, idea it's super important and I am so when Ed Dale was bringing up this recipe I could see it straight away there's something there this is really important this is listen to this now listen to this guy this is really really important I just feel it and 
I did that. I started the course, and he um, it was very interesting. He um, he is doing it on a deeper level, which is good because that's the level that I, I'm at right now. But I think most people are not at that level, and they want it simpler. So I'm even going to simplify it further. So what he's talking about is recipes. So you put the recipe together. You you you, you create what. And I'm going. I'm thinking about learning environment rather than business. But he's a business guy, you know. So. Um, he's talking about uh, you, the business you want to put together you write out the tasks and you build the recipe and break everything down into really small chunks and this is really good for Agile he's 100% right that's what you need to do for Agile and sometimes you can't break things down but you'll find when you're doing the task you can break it down so let's say you have a task let's say you have a task is um, I want to learn uh, programming when you start that you realise well it has to be broken down into 15 minute chunks you start that task, you realize, well, I can't learn programming in 50 minutes. So you might say, well, I want to learn what variables are. I want to learn what a, um, I want to learn what a loop is, what, a, what an if-then loop is. I want to learn what, what a while loop is, that kind of thing. So those things you can learn in 50 minutes. So you break it down. That's, that's in learning. But let's say in, in business, like he's talking about, you might say, well, I want to set up a Facebook ad. And you realize, well, I can't. A Facebook ad is not a 50-minute task. So you need to break that. You might just realize that when you're doing the task, you need to break that down. Okay, what's 50 minutes? What's my concept? It's 50 minutes of CFT. It's a critical focus time. And it, everything should be broken down into that, that size of a task. So uh, instead of a Facebook ad, you know, you know, your task there might, might be, what is my overall concept? Um, and build, build a landing page, create a graphics for a landing page. These are all different CFTs. Create graphics for a landing page. Um set up my audience in Facebook, write my ad, research writing an ad. All these can be individual CFTs and um, each one can be, uh, then you've just taken your your big task and broken it down into 50 minute CFTs. So then once you do that, and you might be doing it while you're doing the whole overall project, but afterwards you have a recipe for how to set up let's say you're setting up run a successful Facebook ad you do it once and you have an agile recipe for setting up running a, a successful Facebook ad it's absolutely genius and he's doing it on the level where he is actually getting us to decide what we want and we break it down and we create up our CFTs and all that kind of stuff but I think the real marketable way to do it and the way I'm going to do it in the learning environment is um, that you do it yourself you you do it. You create the recipe. So this is the way to learn HTML. You create the recipe, write out all the CFTs, and then then you say, listen, each CFT is 50 minutes. So let's say an hour for each CFT. So you can say then, run a successful Facebook ad in 52 hours, wherever it is. Or you can say, learn programming in 42 hours whatever that happens to be, because you've written the recipe, and here's the recipe, and it's on an agile board, it's on Trello, and you can take it and use it. So I think the future of, of agile is around recipes. That's the next step, for sure. And that's marketable, because you can sell that. If you, you, I remember watching this video of Steve Jobs once, and I'm going to finish this now, this is going to be much too long, so um, it will finish in the next minute or two. But I remember watching a a video of Steve Jobs and he was saying that when you were creating computers, they created, I think it was called the laser writer, the first kind of Apple printer. 
and it was great technology. And he said, "Listen, it's great technology in this, and um, we've we've like genius engineers working on this, and we worked on it for a long time, and the technology inside is is incredible, and um, but nobody cares, nobody cares when he goes into a meeting and he's selling it." Nobody cares about the engineers, nobody cares about the technology, nobody cares about the wonders inside the box. But he said that he could print off a, he could take a computer, print off a document and show it to someone. And then say, do you want this? And they would look at it in amazement and they would all say, all, always say, yes, I want this. Because before, they'd go down to a printer to get a document printed off and now they have it right in their office and it might cost a lot of money at the time. No, a printer doesn't cost so much money anymore, but at that time it cost, you know, a couple of grand. But people in offices wanted that. That was like a, a miracle to them. So it was something that he could show, show someone and straight away, yes, I want that. There was no doubt in their mind. Um, and that's, he could sell the print on the page rather than the engineers. And that's, that's why with, with the iPad um, and the Mac computers, he's not... Um, He's not selling terabytes or gigabytes or whatever. He's selling the the feeling, the the incredible feeling of using this machine now. He's actually selling that. So it's always the Mac user experience that he was selling. It wasn't we've got an extra terabyte of RAM or something, a gigabyte of RAM or RAM speed. That was never what he was selling because it's it's just that's a race to the bottom. It's the incredible feeling he was selling and the user experience and uh, that's what I always kind of he always said but that's the same with this recipe that Dale is talking about the user experience of saying here here's it'll take you 58 minutes CFTs you can you can set up yourself and do you want to learn this and hey this is this is the exact roadmap you need to learn this and uh I think that's really sellable, personally. But uh, anyway, recipes. Recipes are the future of Agile. That's, that's what I'm saying. And I could be wrong, but I'm not wrong about this. Recipes are the future of Agile. So this has been Alan here from Looking for Warriors. And what, what, I, what I find interesting is, is it's got, I think it's going to be recipes around, um, around specific subjects or specific learnings. And I, the last podcast I did, I was talking about what your kids should be learning. I was talking about things like some programming, typing, um, and reading, and all that kind of stuff. And uh, so that's what your kids should be learning, you know. And so that's interesting. So I think my next steps, I'll keep doing these podcasts, and my next steps probably is to create the recipes around those things that I said your kids should be learning, which starts with reading reading and speaking and also I've been watching John Taylor Gallo and he's talking oh, John, he's talking about geniuses John Taylor Gallo what a genius but he's talking about what elite schools do what elite schools teach and one of the main things is speaking being able to public speaking so which is so important uh, in, in so many ways and um, so I am going to uh it's going here, yeah. It's going here. I so I'm going to go through. It, it, I think it's the top fifty things that like elite skills do, or something like that. So I'm going to go through what he's talking about as well, and just kind of um, use that um, as a good structure for my agile learning. And maybe one day, what, what you know, my hope is one day that I can talk directly to John Taylor Gallo 
uh, maybe work with Ed Dale in some way. I, I don't know, but these are just people that I really admire and respect, and I hope that day I'll be able to work with them. But I'm sitting here doing this, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, this is... I don't know how long this has been, but it must be about 20 minutes. It's much too long, so sorry. Sorry for the length of the thing. Apologies for that, but... Um, but I hope you enjoyed it. I, I, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> just saying it. So I hope you enjoyed listening. So, so this has been Alan from Looking for Warriors. And I'll get, catch you next time.